Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
a grateful heart and with a grateful heart I lift my hands to you proclaim the Lord you reign oh with a grateful heart
together and walk time hallelujah amen we want to welcome upstage Rachel Imbe this is Rachel Imbe hallelujah put your hands together as she welcomes amen oh do it better and encourage her hallelujah testimony today is about the first, well, my first son, Ezekiel. Um, last year, right before he turned three, we were in church like this, and um, after church, you know, Ezekiel is all over the place. So I couldn't see him for a little bit, so I started searching around, and um, I found him upstairs in this corner over there. So I brought him down, and then when we're sitting here, um, he was standing right next to me again, and then I turned around, he was gone again. So I started searching, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I could not find this boy in the entire place. So I started getting nervous, obviously asking around if someone could also help, and it just sounded like he's not in this place. 
So where could he possibly be? I walked towards the main entrance going out. Then I just heard a voice telling me, do you remember the same week I was led, I was moved to pray for him in a special way that I don't usually do so, which is to keep him away from danger. Um, and it came so strongly, so I prayed for like three days straight. So when I was walking towards the door and I heard that voice, I said, well, then I'm just going to stand right there and I'm going to wait for you to bring him, Lord, wherever he is, because obviously nobody knows where he is in the church. So while standing there, a lady and a, and a guy came into the church, one Spanish and I think the other is Caucasian, holding him. And of course, I flipped and getting upset and angry. And I said, where did you find him? He said, well, he got on the bus. And he was actually comfortably sitting in the bus. So I, I just couldn't think at that point what is really going on. And I said, so what made you bring him here? It could have been anywhere. I mean, what's made you? He said, well, I don't know. I just told the other lady that maybe we should try the church there. Maybe he belongs there. If not, we have to just call the police. So I said, oh, something told you to bring him. And obviously, he was here. So I just wanted to thank God because he just turned four this week. And I told myself that had it not been for the mercies of God, this kid would have just been gone. Because on the bus, he would have, I mean, he, he wasn't even three yet. So he couldn't even speak properly. But thank God for his mercies. Thank God for his protection. Thank God for covering him. And I, I'm encouraging you. Reverend always says, mothers, you are responsible. Even though the father is responsible to also pray, you, mothers have to take it to the next level. I don't know why, but God has brought him. Obviously, he's around, and I just want to give God all the praise and the glory. Amen. Oh, can you do it better unto the Lord? Hallelujah. For thanking God for this mercies. Hallelujah. And his kindness. Amen. Bible. By, by a prophet, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel. And by a prophet, he preserved them. Hallelujah. It is simply the way God does things. He uses a man, a prophet. Hallelujah. So don't say that, well, I'm believing God to help me by himself. God is going to help you through a man. Are you hearing me? God is always going to use a man to help you. Even give, and it shall be given to you. God, it's good mention, shall men give unto you. So you have to believe in the ministry of the prophet. Learn to honor the prophet. For you will be established because of the prophet. Especially. You see, let, let me say something. Unfortunately, this is not been the message. Unfortunately, a lot of terms have been abused today. One of the terms that is being church is prophets. Everybody now calls himself a prophet. Prophet this, prophet that, prophet this, prophet that, prophet K, prophet I, prophet M, prophet any prophet. You see, it's a common title now. 
And sometimes what they are called prophecy is I prophesy tonight it's going to be dark. Of course it's going to be dark. <laughs> is that prophecy? I prophesy it's going to be dark tonight. Of course it's going to be dark tonight. I say, what are you talking about? The mysteries of what? God. All right. The mysteries of God. Amen. So today we are going to continue still talking about the mysteries. Hallelujah. And our test, if you want to Methodist, there's always a test. Some of you didn't go to Methodist. Our test. I don't know why they used to call it test. So before you started testing, Methodist was testing already. Luke 8, 10. Luke chapter 8, verse 10. He says, and he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Unto you is given to understand the mysteries. Hallelujah. Matthew 13, 11. Matthew 13, 11. He says, He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of the heaven, but to them it is not given. Amen. So there are mysteries in the kingdom. That's what Jesus said, Blessed are your eyes, for they see. And blessed are your ears, for they hear. Hallelujah. Because the same message can come across, but if you, you may hear it differently. Hallelujah. So blessed are your eyes. Because the kingdom of God is not straightforward. It's mysterious. Hallelujah. And anything that is mysterious, somebody has to unravel it to you. Hallelujah. That is why a lot of you, you see, especially, especially if you know somebody whose life is going downhill, and still does not want to accept God. You, if, you find it, don't you find it strange? So, ah, everything about you is not working. And you still don't want to believe God. Do you know somebody like that? Do you know somebody like that? You see, and the reason why is that, you see, and you find it strange. Now can't you see? And the reason that he can't see that, his eyes are blind. His ears. That's why he said that you should pray that the God, whom the God of Israel has blinded their ears. So, the fact that you get it, you get it because the mystery has been revealed to you. Hallelujah. Mysteries have been revealed to you. That is why you must always pray. Okay? For your eyes to be open. For your ears to hear. Hallelujah. That's why I thought that. So, pray. That, touch your ears. Say, my ears are blessed. I say, my ears are blessed. Say, my ears are blessed. You see, like I say, not say faith comes by hearing. What you hear can affect you. If you hear the right thing, you, your life will go forward. If you hear the wrong thing, your life will go down. That is why you have to be careful what you hear. Take heed what you hear. So if your ears are blessed, they will hear the right thing. Some things when you hear, they will affect you. They will. They are, you are better off not hearing. Hallelujah. Yeah. So pray that your ears are blessed. Like I was saying with Bishop last week. So pray that your ears are blessed. Hallelujah. And, and also your eyes. Let me tell you, what you, what, you, what you see can affect you. 
Huh? May your eyes be blessed. Yeah. You didn't hear it. I said, may your eyes be blessed. That you may see the right thing. Yeah. Tell you. What you see can really, really affect you. I mean, show me that scripture about David when he was battling. I'll show you something there. When he was on the rooftop. I think this is Keynes. That was, that was David's problem. Keynes, okay? That, that was David's problem. The Bible said that. Oh, I want to show you something. Show me that scripture. You know, David went to bath. All David's problem was he went to bath at the time. No, sorry. David was walking on the rooftop. At the time that he was going to go to war. And unfortunately for him, that was the time a certain woman also decided to go and bath. <laughs> unfortunately for him. No, start from the beginning. Is that King James? Yeah. Okay, and it came to pass after the years expired, at the time when kings go for war, that David sent Joab and servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed. No, 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 no. Next one. You see, watch this one. And it, see, David had not gone to the rooftop. Because oh, every time God talk about David, he said, and David was right. David did all that was right, except. So, like, that was a dark spot in his life. And that's how it happened. In the evening time, that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. So he was walking on the roof like this. You understand? And Bathsheba was just bathing like, you know, some parts of Ghana. The bathroom, there's no roof. <laughs> because if Bathsheba was bathing in a place that had a roof. You know that, how many have seen that type of bathroom before? Freedom. You just carry your bucket and go and stand there, open the air. So David was just walking. Okay. Uh, and what? And saw. And saw a woman washing herself. You see, listen to me quite very carefully. He saw. What happened to him? What happened to him? I said, what happened to him? He saw. Ah, listen. Sometimes you cannot prevent yourself from being seen, from seeing things. Okay? I'm showing you something. Sometimes some things happen accidentally. It just comes in your, your vision. But it was not the, the problem was not the scene. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. So it, after he saw, he began to look. You see, the father you see, that's no me. <laughs> There's a difference. Because the scene was accidental. But they look in there. <laughs> because something can pop up on your computer. That's as you see. But don't look at it. <laughs> yes, a brother. As you are walking, a sister may walk in front of you. You may see something at the back. But don't look. Turn away. That's the problem. It was not a scene. If there's a brother sitting by you, say, if you see, don't look. <laughs> As if there's a brother sitting by you, say, if you see, don't look. Yes, that's the difference. He saw. But he looked. 
I say, if you see, if you see, let me look. Yeah, oh, it just popped out on my computer. Please shut it off. Don't look. I was just walking my somewhere and it's just, no, don't look. You cannot prevent the scene, but the looking is intentional. Hallelujah. I just said it by the way. So don't come and tell me, Rev, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't me. I was just walking around and it just popped up. Oh, and I just heard it. Please. If you see. That's his problem. Don't tend to look. The fact that she crossed you, she crossed you and you saw. I mean, fine. It was summertime. The weather was hot. The way she was dressed, accidentally was in front of you. And you saw something. But don't. <laughs> don't look. I'm fishing. <laughs> if you see, that's David's problem. He was not obliged to look. So the scene was not a, was not a problem, but the looking. Because it was the looking upon that made it, she was beautiful to look upon. That's what brought the problem. Hallelujah. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. I was just sitting there and there were pla- no please. If you see, people are looking at me quietly. I say, if you see, I say, if you see, that's why we pray that your eyes will be blessed. Amen. That's just by the way. Hallelujah. So we start talking about a lot of mysteries. Amen. I spoke about the mystery of inclusion. We spoke about the mystery of what? Godliness. And we, last week, we saw the, the mystery of what? His will. Look, God's, God's will is mysterious. Hallelujah. God's will is mysterious. Don't, 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 you know, so it is it's always to pray for his will. Because his ways are not our ways. Hallelujah. Now that he's taught your thoughts. Amen. Always assume that God knows something that you don't know. Always make that assumption. Don't, don't think you know. Hallelujah. If we can figure out God and God is that's why you must if you can figure out God and God is not God, that's why you must always pray for his will. Hallelujah. He said, Thy will be done. He prayed thy will be done. Because his will is mysterious. Hallelujah. Yes. Like we, like we learned last week. He said, I caused you to go into captivity. Yeah. It wasn't the book of Nazar. People were obviously mourning and crying. That's why they said by the rivers of Babylon. I find it amazing. Somebody told me that people used to dance in discotheque with that music. Oh, really? And, and, and I was wondering that, like, what were they dancing to? Italy, they don't even know the words. You can Bonnie M. So they were dancing to that music in discotheque. I mean, it's like, it's like you're even dancing to something you don't even understand. That's the beat. Forgive. You see, it was a song written out of sorrow and bondage. In captivity. So that's why God said in Jeremiah, he said, go and tell them, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. 
Listen to me. God said, I know what I'm doing. So tell them to relax. Let them build houses. Let them marry. You see, I want to say that thing again. Don't put your life on pause because you're in captivity. Do not ever put your life on pause. Because maybe you didn't get admission to a school, so everything you've stopped everything doing. Do not. God said, no, 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 no. Your people are reacting the wrong way. Because the Bible, they said they hung their hearts and sat down. Say, so how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? They were crying. God said, no, 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 no. You are, even though you are in Babylon, I have a reason for you being there. So instead of you moaning and crying, live your life. Because a lot of us are good at why something is not working. You see, look, if I, I will give you a demonstration, you see, your life has so many facets. Your life has so many facets. You understand? And learn to, can I get some three chairs? I will demonstrate something to you. You see, le- if, if you can give me three chairs or anything. See, learn to live your life in power, not in series. It's a word. Most of us live our life in series. But don't live your life in series. You see, you can Hallelujah. Okay? Don't live your life. This is series. Okay? This is series. When I say don't live your life in series, this is maybe marriage. This is a career. This is maybe ministry, because ministry must be part of your life. So if you live your life in, 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 in series, it means that when there's a block here, Marriage is blocked. Everything else is blocked. Because marriage is not working, career has stopped. Church has stopped. You are living your life in series. Once something ahead gets blocked, nothing passes by. But see, you must let you live your life in power. In power is like this. If there's, if there's a block here, this one can go forward. This one can go forward. And that's what she was telling them. That listen, marry. Don't live your life in series. Live it in power. Let not one block make you shut down everything. So marry. Give your children. Be happy. Because I, I know what I am doing. Series and power. Don't live your life in series. Hallelujah. Say, I know what I'm doing. Yes. One of the best advice I heard somebody give a friend was there was this lady who came to do masters. And she wasn't getting the program. But she was married. And I remember her friend. One of the best, he told her, her friend told her, look, listen. Whilst you are waiting to get into the program, why don't you have your children now? So that at least by the time you start the program, that thing is out of the way. And it was one of the best advice. Because she was sitting there crying, moaning. She said, no, no, no. Let the other one run. And true, 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 she took that advice. When she got into a program later on, she had already had her children. So live your life. So God was telling them, he said, go to that verse. He said, marry. 
Get your loving children. Don't your life on pause. The father went, see, that's why don't live your life that way. In series, once there's a block in the front, everything is backed up. Let me tell you something. You don't have nine lives. You have only one life. You have only one life. You have only one life. Your life is not a video game. Video game, when you die, come back again, they recharge again. You know how you do the game? Chop, 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 then you die, then they put you on the energizer, and then come back again. Your life is not a video game. So, those of us, you think that, okay, let me stop. By the time, you see, by the time you stop, you know why I go told them that? You see, if 17 years, by the time they will come back to Babylon, they will be probably too old to have children. They'll be too old to have children. That's it. Because the, the period was meant to be 70 years. So if they are waiting that they will start having children when they come back, it'll be too late. So if you are, listen, listen to the word of wisdom. Don't live your life in series. Live it in parallel. When something blocks, something has run. <laughs> hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. That is why we got, we got that famous verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you. It began from chapter 1. I know what I'm doing. I know the plans. Plans of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. So the last thing I want you to do is to shut down everything. I mean, I know people because something is not working. You are depressed. You are sad. You are morose. You are bitter. You are angry. You are nasty. Listen to me. Don't be nasty when something is not working in your life. The fact that something is not working, the other book cannot laugh around you. I'm preaching. And the fact that it's not working, but doesn't mean the other person cannot laugh. Hallelujah. So God was telling the people, listen, do the rest of your life. Because the rest of your life includes children, building houses. That's the other part of your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, being in your own country is one part of your life. But if you're going to put everything on pause until you get back to your own country, by the time you go back, you're too old even to have the child. Hallelujah. For I know, see that statement, for I know, God is not that I'm not clueless. I do, you see, Yesterday, last week when I was preaching, I remember this screen. Do you remember this screen? I'll show you some, the, the revelation about this screen. You know, when we came here first, there was some screen. Another screen that used to stand on the wall. Big one. Then, it had a problem. So when it had a problem, the people took it away. Then the place was blank. Then we started using our small screen. So, I told COVID, oh, our small screen is no good. It's too small. It does not work. Let's look into buying a bigger screen so we can put it up by ourselves. It's okay. Let's look into the prices. Then the people keep on. Then I met the guy. And I said, Ah, by you. Why is the screen? Why have you taken away the screen? What is going on? Then the guy looked and said, he told me, we know what we are doing. He told me, we know what we are doing. So just wait. That's what he told me. 
we know what we are doing. Just wait. And truly, we waited because they had in their plans to remove the manual screen and bring a motorized screen. A better one. So whereas I was agitated and frustrated about the screen, he told me, listen, we know what we are doing. What we are doing is a motorized screen. So we need to get the right dimensions and the right manufacture. So the period that there's nothing there, you should not fret. We know what we are doing. That's what it is. Hallelujah. And that's what God is saying. I know what I'm doing. Don't fret. Yes, trust me. So, please, I am begging you, live your life in series. Not in, uh, live your life in power. Not in series. Series is like one, two, three. No. Run everything together. Hallelujah. Is that a, is that a word for somebody? I said, is that a word for somebody? Receive that prophecy in the name of Jesus. May your life continue to move forward. May your life never come to a standstill. I say, may your life never come to a standstill. Hey, you, don't have, you, you are not married now. Maybe build a house. Now that you are a single professional man, maybe build a house. When you marry, you can bring the man inside. But build your house. Because if you are waiting to, if I marry, you'll be surprised that He's not a builder at all. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Yeah. Build your house. I speak to somebody, build your house. Because, yes, the man will come later on. God knows what he but the man, he's not a builder. So if you are waiting for him. <laughs> Somebody's prophecy, receive it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't put your life on pause. Anyway, so those are the mysteries. Hallelujah. There are so many mysteries about God that we don't understand. Amen. You know what? There's a verse in Revelation. Hallelujah. There's a verse in Revelation. Quite interesting. Revelation chapter 10, verse 7. You see, Revelation talks about the end time. The end. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Live your life. Amen. Some of you, it's maybe, some of you single guys, you must start taking all the vacations you will take. I said, take all the vacations you will take. Don't say that, oh, after I'm married, they'll go on vacation. Maybe you are, you, are, you are going to marry the non-vacation type. <laughs> totally non-vacation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 10 verse 7. You see, Revelation talks about the end. It says, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. For us, there's a lot of mystery. The mystery will end in Revelation when we shall see him face to face. That's when we will get the total picture. For now, there is a lot of mystery. Serving God is mysterious. The will of God is mysterious. Why does this person die at this age? 
Why didn't this person die at this age? Why did this person who did this got this? A lot of things we don't understand. Paul said that we see dimly through a glass. So we we'll get the clear picture. You see, I am, I am sure some of you have questions. That some of you are saying the day I meet Jesus, I have a question for him. Is there somebody like that? You have questions, right? Something you don't understand. You say, hey, Lord, I have a question. I need explanation. I, I don't believe like that in the church. You have questions for Jesus. The day you see him, you say, Lord. Now, on, on, concerning this particular thing. You see, but I have, a, I have news for you. When you see him, that was the mystery we end. You may, there will be no need for the questions. For the curtains will be removed. And you see everything clearly. You will understand. So your questions will not be necessary. And so that's why I say, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk. I can only imagine surrounded by your glory. Oh, no, no. That, that will be your expression, I'm telling you. You'll find that there will be no need for the questions. Who will I see in your presence? Will I? Oh. Hallelujah. I can only imagine. I can only go ahead. Go ahead, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what it be like. No, we don't understand him. When I walk. A lot of things about God we don't understand. But we are only obliged to love him and serve him. Just love him and serve him. Because when we see him, we will understand. When your face is before me, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Your question should be answered. There will be no need for the question, I tell you. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in awe of you, be still? Will I stand in your presence? Yes, Lord. Questions, but there will be no need to ask, ask them. There will be no need. Because the mystery will end. When the the mystery, why this, why that, why that? It will end. And you will understand clearly when you find yourself standing in the sun. Oh, yes, Lord. I can why did I lose my child? Why did I lose my job? Why did I lose my marriage? Why did I get sick? Why did he die at this age? Why did my father die young? Why did my father die young? Why did he get a parent? You will not have no reason. You must declare. No, we don't need it at all. Because it will be revealed. The mystery will be 
the mystery will finish. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. The mystery will end. Amen. So, what I will tell you, even though we don't understand some things, our mission is to love him and serve him. Love him and serve him. For when we see him, the mystery will end. Hallelujah. Now, there's another mystery that I want to talk about briefly. Which is one of the mysterious things with God. See, mystery, secrets, things that are not clear, is the mystery of prayer. The mystery of prayer. Prayer is one of the most mysterious things. Hallelujah. The mystery of prayer. The mystery of prayer. Hallelujah. Pray. What is prayer? First of all, you know, prayer involves, prayer is difficult because basically it involves you talking to somebody you can't hear. You see, prayer is not like I'm talking to you. Oh, Daniel, how are you? Daniel, how are you? What did you do yesterday? Oh, okay. When did, you, when did you get home last night? You see, we are talking. Do you understand? Everything I say, I get a feedback. But prayer, you don't get a don't get a don't get a I want to come and say that he was studying and I was sleeping. Somebody asked me what I me, I wasn't studying. <laughs> Look, I my roommates. The man can lie down. One spot. Whole day praying. So no wonder he comes to a camp. Of course, the crusade and the blind are walking. The, you see, you see, the crusade prayers are very short. Have you seen him pray long in crusade before? Yeah. I'm showing sure the secret of prayer. Jesus prayed long. You see, let, let's be serious. This type of pretense, you don't pray in secret. You don't pray long. But when you come to public, they don't look like we are a prayer warrior. Please stop, 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 stop. 
Stop that nonsense. Stop, stop the pretense. Hey, when we come to public, as soon as we come to public, Ikaya, Aya, 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 what? Meanwhile, there is the people in your house, if we were to call them, have they ever heard you pray before? Are watching Nigerian movies. Part one, part two, part three, part four. Then when it's Friday, you come. No, yeah, yeah. Please. Now, pray. I'm preaching. When you develop long private prayers, your public prayers will be short and effective. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Let to pray long. Let it be your lifestyle. That's what I want to after I said. On Friday, see, like Friday prayer meeting, the, the morning prayer meeting, most of you don't come on. You don't come. I know. And the reason I'm training you to pray for two hours, you don't come. And then when there's a problem, you want to pray. You see, most problems, most, most problems, prayers are crisis. They are panic attacks. They are not prayers. I'm saying they, they are panic attacks. Now that there's a problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not praying. You are not praying. You are in your panic mood. That's why, that's why I put that morning prayer to, deep, to train us that you can pray on your own two hours in the morning. One hour, two hours, three hours. Develop it. Develop it. It takes time. Let's stop this parachute prayers. Eject the prayer. It's like it's a crisis. So, I need prayer. Prayer for what? Now, pray a lot. Learn to pray. You see, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel had a lifestyle of praying. So when the when the the thing came, the Bible said he went to his chamber and knelt down as before time. It was a habit already. He he already was developed. Praying. Look, listen to me. Take prayer, private prayer as take private prayer as a rehearsal drill. Okay. The reason why they do fire drills is that so that when there's fire, you will know what to do. When there's real fire, that's why they do fire drills in school. So that the day the fire comes, you will know what to do. It's not that the day fire is coming, now that we are deciding what to do. Don't wait for trouble before you learn how to pray. Develop the prayer as a result. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pray for long hours. Privately. Hallelujah. I don't understand this. Jesus, the Son of God, God Himself, He prayed. And you don't pray. And I personally, people that I can't stand at all, the people who don't pray, they want to advise me. I can't stand them at all. Don't try to advise me when you don't pray. And if you pray, I know. Because I'm not looking for opinion leaders. I'm looking for people who talk to God. Sometimes we're rambling, can we do this? When was the last time you prayed? When was the last time you prayed? Sit down. Let's hear a better voice. I, I don't at all. Yeah, so pray. 
prayed several times. He prayed long hours. Early in the morning. Jesus prayed. I mean, look, he prayed all night before he chose his 12 disciples and even now the devil. I'm talking about the son of God. He prayed all night and before he made that decision. And even that one was the devil. And you don't pray. You don't pray for a major decision. And you want to choose. Yes. We don't pray. A major project is coming your way. You don't pray. And you want to choose. If God, son of God prayed all night before he made the decision. And even that one was a devil. Because it was meant to be so. We don't pray. You, you are going to take a major decision as relocation and you don't, you don't pray. And let me, conclude, let me end here. It's a short message. Listen to me. Learn to pray long before the event happens. Young people here. You see, young people, I'll tell you something. This is my personal advice to you. From the age of 18, start praying about who you will marry before the person comes. Because a lot of time, when the, after you're in the religion, you are praying about it, that is not prayer, it's emotions. Because after you have seen him already, that I am praying about it, it's not true. It's not true at all. But rather, when there's nobody on the horizon, that is the time you pray. Lord, deliver me from an evil man. Deliver me from someone who will destroy me. Lord, establish my path. And that is the time to pray. You that's the time to pray. You pray long before. But when after you have seen the person, Lord, I'm praying about Margaret. Oh boy. It's not you. Your right mind is already made. I mean, your heart is already made. I mean, because I mean what as you saw the breast and the buttocks, that is what is moving you. Margaret. Kalima Sondorika Baba. Lord, if Margaret be an evil woman, may she never come my way. Lord, if Margaret is a witch, may she be removed. But Lord, I know that the steps of the righteous they are ordered by you. You brought Margaret my way. Thank you for exactly. Your emotions are in. In one breath, because you like her, is it? Let me see why your emotions are in. Because you like him, you want God to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> are you hearing me? You want to hear? So, so, so that's not really, that's not really praying for God's will. You are praying for God to stamp your will. Because you like him. But if you were praying before anybody came on the scene, that one is his will. Hallelujah. So let us learn to pray. Amen. Amen. Pray long. I will advise QFC Manhattan. Let us develop a lifestyle of prayer. Remember, try to tell me something. Look, I'm telling you practically. Everybody here, you must have a day that you pray by yourself at least three hours in your room. What did I say? Everybody, you look at your schedule. Whatever you do, whether you're a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, an architect, a bodega worker, whatever it is, just choose one day that on this day, 
I pray on my own. Because you know that the rest of the days, we don't pray. I speak by truth. I speak by truth. Yeah, we don't. We wake up. Uncle Sam is winding everybody. Peep, 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 peep. Pharaoh is chasing everybody. So you must purpose in your heart that if prayer is important, then I will set a day apart where on that day I alone I pray for at least three hours. And I'll teach you, I'll teach you how to pray. Since prayer is so difficult, it is difficult to pray for even 30 minutes in a vacuum. Because you think you would look at 25 minutes. Two minutes. So a, a way to help you, I'm helping you, I'm being, I'm being very practical. A way to help you to pray long hours is to get a message. What, what that I use is the porch on the altar. The porch is very powerful. Just to die, go to the, you to pick up porch on the altar and put in, because most of them are 12 hours. So it will carry you for at least three hours. By the time you realize, you have prayed for three hours. So what I'm trying to say is that pray, pray for your job in advance. Pray for your health in advance. Don't wait for the problem to come. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we going to do it? Oh, Reverend, I can't pray for three hours. You can watch soccer for. NBA is coming. You watch the NBA... <laughs> you watch the playoffs and after you watch the play you watch the playoff the current one then you go back and what what, what happened between uh, Cleveland and uh, Indiana then you you go back to San Antonio and this thing you you can watch all the reruns that way you don't fall asleep but prayer you say that one's too much I'm preaching so the porch of the water Choose a day. Choose a day. One day. One day. One day. Look, I pray for at least three hours because I know that from the other days, Pharaoh is in charge. Nobody here should tell me I can't. Oh, Reverend, you know, ask me, I can't pray for one hour. You can be on WhatsApp for one hour. One hour is nothing. Snapchat. Facebooking. And some of you, you have that. Nigerian movies stuck up in series. Hey. Osofia 1, Osofia 2, Osofia 3. Ah. The, the, the witch from Ikere, part 1. Remember, <laughs> 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 uh-huh. you have Osofia 1, 2, 3, then Osofia's cousin, part 1. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Listen. Listen, I am giving you the mystery of prayer. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because, let me tell you something. Why is prayer mysterious? Another reason why prayer is mysterious is that if you don't pray, you will faint. Show me that scripture. Men always ought to pray and not to faint. To faint. To, to faint means, see, fainting means you are desperate. You, you, you are no stamina. You are desperate. You are always gasping. Your whole life, you are always desperate. You see, if you don't pray, if you don't pray, you faint. Because we live in a very 
I hope I can go a little bit over the time. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about spiritual things here. Listen, we were not the best, we, we were not the first visitors here. Before man came on earth, demons were here already. The Bible says when Satan sinned, he was cast out with one third of the angels, the demons. So before you arrived, there were demons here already. So they, they are already advanced on earth. Are you hearing me? You came to meet them. They're already here. So it means that we are living in a very hostile environment spiritually. Good word. Thank you, class. That's why you faint. It's like you are walking on Snake Island. And you keep moving without light. Before you came. That's what I say. So Jesus said that if you don't pray, and expect that men always to that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Because the earth we are living on, they are demons. Before you came, look, before you came, before you came, they were here already. You are the, we are the visitors. They know the territory. They know how to frustrate you. They know how to make you sick. They don't know how to make you die early. They know how to uh, make you work and not get anything for your paycheck. They know how to harass you. They know how to make your children sick. They know all that. So if you don't come with a spray to spray them, you will faint. Yeah? Preaching. You will faint. That's why you are fainting. That's why you lose energy. That's why you are so... You know, you, you wind up, uh, you, nothing. you are so tired because, because you are walking on Snake Island without the antivenom. Yeah, you'll be beaten. We came to meet them. We came, they are here long ago. That's why Jesus said, men also to pray and not faint. That's the reason why he prayed. Because when he came on earth, you know where he was. Look, this earth is not a cozy place. Oh. Thank you very much, my dear sister. This earth is not a cozy place. So those of you, oh, we are coming to chill on earth. No. We will chill in heaven, but on earth, it's not a chilling place. Yes. Hallelujah. So please, let us begin to see the value of prayer. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm talking. All the little including the young ones, you can pray. I should tell them, young ones, can pray. I mean, how long do you spend on that game? And Satan doesn't know whether you are young or you are old. Satan doesn't know. If Satan has respect for children, why was he trying to kill Moses at the age of two? Hallelujah. So church, let us pray. We are walking. Just always have this picture. We are walking on Snake Island. The earth is dangerous. They were here before we came. And therefore we need to pray. Hallelujah. You need some divine intervention in your life on earth. Hallelujah. You need an invisible hand. And that's what prayer does. Hallelujah. Look. That is, I'm, I'm talking about prayer. You see, if you were, so one of the things that I do is I deliberately instituted the morning prayer. Okay? So those of you who don't come on, I don't see why you want to walk on snake alone without going to pray. 
And number two, I also thought about open heavens. You see, and everything I did, I thought about it carefully. If we say we should pray every Friday night, your schedule will not allow you. But whatever it is, if you know the importance of praying, you know that one Friday a month, I come and pray long hours. Yes. Pray. Come for open heavens. Come and pray for long hours. Not that there's any problem. Not that, not that there's any problem. Don't wait for problem. No. Pray in advance. Hallelujah. And I am your pastor, your shepherd prophet, and I know what you need. That's why I put those things in place. So I don't see why members here don't come to pray at open heavens. Give me an opportunity to pray to God for at least five, six hours. To carry you through for the month. At least. And then do your own private prayers. Hallelujah. But that's the time I say, eh, eh, I'm a, I have to go to work. I'm doing a time and a half. A time and a half among snake on Snake Island. Now, you need to pray. Hallelujah. And, why do, and, and, and there's a reason why it's called open heavens. Because the Bible said that, and in Luke, when you came to be baptized, the Bible said Jesus was praying. Jesus was praying and being baptized. The heavens open. Look. Was praying. Was praying. The heavens opened. It means that when John was baptizing, a lot of people came to be baptized, but most of them just came like this. But Jesus, when it was his turn, he went there praying. And because of that, the heavens opened. Without prayer, your heavens will be shut. Hallelujah. So, church, talk about the mystery of prayer. Hallelujah. And all that I will say that Daniel, we are living on Snake Island. That's where we are living. And without prayer, you cannot navigate. Oh yeah, you cannot navigate. You cannot navigate. You need an invisible hand. You need something supernatural. You need that to guide you. Something supernatural must guide you. Some invisible hand, some invisible hand must hold your hand, and that that comes by prayer. Hallelujah. Otherwise, there is no hope. That's why we faint. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he said that when he comes, will he find mind of faith? He was talking about prayer. Because it's an act of faith. Believing God. Trusting God. Accepting that, look, we are on dangerous territories. And except God guides us, we are doomed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I don't want, and now when all, all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also be baptized and praying. The heavens was opened. Hallelujah. So QFC Manhattan, I don't want us to joke with our prayers anymore. Amen. Remember that before we came, how, how many know the term JJC? How many have heard the term JJC before? JJC. Johnny just come. 
Have you ever thought about Johnny just come? Yeah. We are Johnny just come on earth. You are the one who just came. I do remember when I first came to America. Should I tell you my story? I had just come to America. And I saw this, uh, uh, what did they call them? The, the price that they said that you want a price. Clearing, price. Clearing house. Clearing house. Publishing clearing house. I got it in my mail. They said you have been selected to win $1 million. <laughs> I should tell you. I took the thing. I filled the thing. With an, uh, my, my roommate's friend, Emilia. He was only just come. I mean, uh, my roommate's wife. He has just both of us. Seriously, we've won a million in America. <laughs> really? But you see, Mike, Mike, with Emilia's husband, had been here a year before us. So he knew, so he was just watching us quietly. As we were enthusiastically filling the form, then you're supposed to ask some money to it. We added the money, went to the post office. We won a million dollars. <laughs> we were very excited though. And I, Mike was just sitting there quietly, just looking at us. He didn't say a word. So every day after work, I quickly go to the mailbox to see whether the million the million was. <laughs> One million? So later on, then another guy came. Then another guy came. One of my friends came, Barry. The mic started laughing. I said, actually, the guy. <laughs> These two people in the house, they have filled that thing. Then they all started I knew that it happened to them when they came. <laughs> I think when you feel they say, add some money to it or something of that sort. And you'll be buying things. Buy this magazine. Buy this. Hey, we subscribed. <laughs> what? It just got, you, It shows we just got here. I said it shows what we just got here. Same with us. You just got on earth. The demons were here already. Sicknesses. Why do you think that God looked at Eve and said, "What is this that you have done?" Hallelujah. So we cannot live without prayer. May we always lift up our hands and ask for invisible hands to help us. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For more of you Rise up within me Let me know your truth Oh, Holy Spirit Saturate my soul and let the life of God fill me now. Let your healing power bring life and make me whole and let the peace of
church, before we leave here, we need Jesus. We need salvation. There are spirits and demons we came to meet. And without Christ, life is a losing game. Without Christ, the battle is already lost. We need him every day. We need him in our lives. And Satan wants to take as many people to hell as he can. But God sent his son to die for us. That we will not go to hell. So this morning, as we bring this service to an end, I want to offer to you great salvation, greater love, greater love, great salvation. God to be on your side. Even to pray, your first prayer must be the sinner's prayer. Because without that, God doesn't even hear you. The Bible says, another mystery of prayer, he does not hear the prayer of sinners. So unless you are born again, he doesn't even hear your prayers. So your first prayer must be the prayer of salvation. So if you have not prayed that prayer, you have not given your life to Jesus, you are not born again. Born again. Born again. You are not sure whether you are a Christian or not. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell. If you are not sure, please, for the next few minutes, there is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. This is your opportunity. You want to be a Christian, young or old? Lift up your hand. This is the day of salvation. I see your hand. God bless you. It doesn't matter. Young or old. This is the day of salvation. Some people got saved at six. Some people got saved at seven. It's important to be saved. Lift up your hand wherever. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Young man, say this after me. And everyone help me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you. For sending your son Jesus Christ. To die for me. To die for me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I acknowledge. I am a sinner. But this day. I accept you. As my savior. Satan. 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 From this day forward. From this day forward. You don't have power over my life. You don't have power over Jesus my is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. My Savior. My Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Amen. Amen. Ah, you serious about it? Huh? You serious about prayer? Are you serious about the prayer you prayed? You lifted up your hands? Serious about that? Very good. What's your name? Simon. God bless you. You, you, you're not too young to be saved. You better be saved, be saved early. God will help you. Simon, I like you. You're called Simon? Then your brother must be Andrew. Samuel, because Simon in the Bible, his brother was Andrew. Simon Peter and his brother Andrew. So you are Simon, Samuel. Wow. And Naomi. Biblical names. God bless you, kids. Please take your seat. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.newyork.com.
www.lcimanhattan.com.